Welcome to the Powered by Mind podcast. I am your host, Joe, and this podcast is designed to share my knowledge and motivate you so that you can learn to move through adversities and get out of your own way to live the exceptional life that you deserve. So, if you're ready, let's go. Today, I'm going to be talking about picking up on vibes and when it's not fortune telling. So previously, I've talked about being a highly sensitive person, HSP, and being used to this now. And if you don't know what HSP is, you might need to go back an episode because I explain it there. Uh, But being used to this now, I'm used to kind of letting all of the things that I notice go a majority of the time. Because the way someone is towards you can just be them having a bad day. And it's not actually a reflection of me, but it's them. And there can be times when if that kind of behavior that I'm picking up on or the vibes I'm picking up on continues, that's when I know something's up. So for instance, I was once in a group where the atmosphere started to change and for the worse, and it was over several weeks. It didn't just happen once, okay? And I don't know if you've ever been in a group or a job and the atmosphere starts to change or how I describe it as the behavior changes from the normal baseline, okay? Now, there's something up with maybe their facial expressions or the eye contact that you're receiving and you might feel like you're being talked about, okay? Now, if it's just once or twice, you might think, oh, you know what, they're just having a bad day. But if it continues, it can start to feel a bit more than that. And well, I got to the point where I decided to approach management about um, what I was experiencing and find out, I just wanted to find out what was going on. Okay, so I said, you know, I feel something isn't right. And that person asked me to provide a factual example of something that had actually been said or something that happened, which is great. But I couldn't provide an example of something that actually happened or something that had actually been said. And I explained that, you know, it was more of a feeling I was getting in that space by the way that the other people were kind of acting towards me. But because I couldn't provide that something, you know, the something that had been said or the the special little situation, I didn't really know how to explain it. The response I got was, you know, you should probably stop making things up that aren't there. That left me stumped. And then I wasn't able to communicate. I wasn't able to continue or communicate my actual issue because I didn't have an example of something. I just, and you know what? I just wanted to know if there was something that I was missing because of that vibe or the energy that I was sensing and how I felt. But that response made me feel like my social intelligence was being mocked. Now, some people prefer to avoid conflict, and that's completely okay. It's really understandable. But I found on the Harvard Business site that there's been research to show that every unaddressed conflict can waste about eight hours of a company's time. So imagine if you're at work and you've had a conflict and it just goes, you know, pushed under the carpet. It can waste eight hours of company's time in gossip and other unproductive activities, you know, putting a drain on resources and morale. And although I knew something was wrong, I was being told I was making it up. So so I actually just let it go. However, this situation was really confusing for me because on one hand, 
I am an emotionally intelligent person and I could gauge what was happening in the space I was in, but to avoid discussing it, it was being dismissed as if I was making things up, which is a bit like being a fortune teller. But that was wrong. I wasn't overthinking it or making things up. I was just, I was picking up what was being put down. Now, even though I was really disappointed with this dismissive behavior and response at the time, it actually turned out to be a really great opportunity because it got me thinking that there's a difference here. So what is it? What's the difference? And how do I explain this? Now, after initially thinking, oh my goodness, am I being a fortune teller? I'm definitely not overthinking it. I had some time to think and kind of try and figure it all out. And I discovered that the difference lies here. It's fortune telling, you know, something that hasn't happened yet, and anxiety, and emotional and social intelligence, which is actually feeling something, or in other words, you can call it intuition. So now I've discovered what this is. It's anxiety versus intuition. Now I've done a whole episode on fortune telling, okay? But if you haven't listened to that one, basically, because our brains are designed to keep us safe, they can come up with different scenarios to talk, to kind of try and predict outcomes of what's going to happen or what might happen in order for us to be prepared and protect ourselves. And if the brain gets carried away, this is where anxious thoughts are created. And it's about overthinking and escalating negative and unhelpful thoughts in your mind. And unfortunately, in turn, if this happens, you may actually create those things or make them happen as a result of where you're putting your energy. But on the other hand, being emotionally and socially intelligent is a real thing. It's about picking up on energies and gauging the atmosphere around you. And that's what I was doing, okay? I was picking up on the energy of something that was happening around me, not something that was actually being said. So a quick rundown of social and emotional intelligence. So fundamentally, it's about managing yourself and connecting with others, okay? This involves adapting your behaviors based on emotions and understanding other people's emotions as well, okay? So there's three parts to this concept. It's called the three A's. Number one, awareness of what's happening inside yourself, okay? So having a bit of awareness of of yourself and what you're saying, what you're doing and how you're being, okay? And then number two, this is attunement, meaning observing others and understanding their needs. And then number three, adaptability, okay? Meaning the understanding to respond to the situation in the best way, So being able to have those three elements, okay? And in this instance, awareness and attunement make up the emotional intelligence and attunement and adaptability, social intelligence. So together, they make up emotional and social intelligence. So I hope that made sense, okay? So I guess the part I was missing, or the bit that I needed clarification on, back to my story, was adaptability, to be able to understand the situation in the best way. So instead of being gaslit or thinking that the issue is my issue, if this ever happens again or next time, um, if something comes up, I'll be able to articulate myself in a much more effective way. I know it's hard, but you've got to try not to let other people's opinions make you doubt your own emotional intelligence sometimes, okay? But at the same time, there's this like really fine line 
Okay. And you have to be really careful because just because you're having an emotion doesn't actually mean that you're right or that you're wrong because your emotions are not always accurate. Okay. They're not an accurate reflection of what's really going on. Your emotions are just revealing your thoughts and your observations and the things that you've experienced maybe in the past. And this is why People can have the same experience, experience the same thing, but have a completely different feeling about that same thing. So if you can reflect on your feelings and try to figure out where they're coming from, and when you're not right in the middle of that feeling, okay, we've talked about this before, maybe once you've sat with it for a bit and you get a different perspective on it, don't actually let your feelings cloud your judgment. And we've talked about this we have talked about this. So you can go back to the other podcasts and the other episodes. We go on about it a lot. So you sit with that feeling and don't react straight away. It might look different after a little bit of time. Okay. However, this, this particular thing that we're talking about here is not about ignoring your own or other people's feelings. Okay. There's nothing worse. I don't know if you've ever had this. I've definitely heard it before. There's nothing worse than when you're having a really big feeling and someone just dismisses it. You might hear something like, oh, I'm sure it wasn't that bad. Or, oh, you just take it way too personally. Or, you know what, just let it go. Or, okay, this one's funny. Um, It could be worse. Actually, one that used to really trigger me when I was younger was, you know, you should just build a bridge and get over it. Ooh. That, okay, guys, that doesn't help. You can actually validate somebody else's feeling or feelings but it doesn't necessarily mean that you agree with them, okay? When you're getting a strong feeling, it's really important, you know, think about it. Ask yourself, if you're just imagining these things because you're worried or you're scared, do you have a real understanding of the situation? If you're not sure, try and relax your body and calm your breathing. Pay attention to how you feel. If your intuition is trustworthy, it won't make you feel anxious, Instead, it will be matter-of-fact, interesting, curious, and reassuring. Anyway, so that really is it for today. I guess diving into all of this helped me to find a difference between fortune-telling and intuition. But what I find really interesting about this is that there is energy that exists between people and it can be transferred between them in many different ways. And in the next few episodes, I'm going to be exploring this energy in more detail and trying to understand what it is and explain what it is. And it's amazing because, you know, we can communicate without even saying anything, you know, just with a look or with tone. And these nonverbal cues are real cool. They're real important. And they definitely, you know, I definitely want to be looking into them way more. And they're going to be coming up through the next few episodes. And I find it really interesting. You know what? I think you will as well. And so that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please join me next time. And if you like what you hear, please share the love with a friend or with some people that you know, especially if you think it's something that they can benefit from. And if you do like this podcast, please subscribe to me however you're listening, because I'm going to make it my mission to provide you with as much valuable stuff as possible. You're amazing. Thank you so much for listening again. And as always, I hope you have a really amazing day.